Peace, goddesses. Peace, guys. This is your boy, God with Many Visions. And this is another episode with Living Legends. You know, this is episode six. First and foremost, I want to give a big shout out to my two little brothers, Henry and Carl Henry, for coming on on episode five and, you know, speaking on why black men are frenemies to one another. But today, on this episode, episode six, I got a wonderful guest. And this guest, man, that's like my big brother. You know what I mean? I met the brother. He's 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 extraordinary when it comes to being an author, to becoming a filmmaker. He's a father. You know what I mean? He's an OG, not an original gangster, but an original gentleman. You know what I mean? I'd like to welcome my big bro, Deuce King, on the on the podcast. What's going on, big bro? Man, thank you, bro. Thanks for having me, man. How are you? Man, I'm alive and grateful for life, man. I'm truly appreciative you come on, on my platform, you know, to speak on, you know, very difficult topics that we don't really speak on in the melanin community. Man, I'm honored, bro. I appreciate you having me. Nah, come on. It's only right. And, you know, today's topic, what, what we're really, we going to really delve into, we're going to really delve into, you know, how how can we, as a, um, as a melanin community, how can we control the narrative of what's seen of us on film, on, on even in books, the way they perceive us in general in society? How can we how can we control that narrative? Because as you, as a filmmaker, as an author, how do you control that narrative in regards to other people seeing us in, in a um, certain light? You know, I, you know, and I tell this to all young filmmakers or authors or anybody that's creating. You know, just you know, staying independent. You know, that's how we that's how we um, control the narrative. Because once we, you know, go into you know the world of the of the powers that be, they will. Um, give a depiction or a picture or paint a picture of how they see us in their light. You know what I mean? So I just tell all young creators, man, you know, just, you know, just, you know, um, you have to keep creative control of, of anything that you do and don't, you know, don't sell yourself short. No, I, I totally, uh, I totally agree. Um, but what, what I would like to know, first and foremost, you know, with my podcast, Converse with Living Legends, you know what I mean? Anybody I bring in, I consider a, le- a living legend, in my opinion, and I like to give y'all your flowers. So, as my big bro, I want to give you your flowers right now to let you know I appreciate you for the things that you've been putting out there, for the work you've been putting out there. And from day one, when I met you, you've been showing me love. You know what I mean? The love been reciprocated. But what I would like to know is, what got you into this realm of creating films and becoming an author? You know... Um, you know, I, I've shared this story with you many times. You know the story, but I was incarcerated. Uh, I was incarcerated, trying to find my way, and I knew that I, when I was when I was released, I didn't want to come home and, and go back to the things that I was doing. So um, I just I just used writing and used my creativity to escape the confinements of, of prison, and um, I fell in love with it. You know what I mean? Fell in love with it. Came home and. We just followed our dreams, man. We linked with some people that was that was already in that lane. They believed in what I was doing, and we just kept building, man. Kept building our resources, uh, and and now you know here I am. Man, you, and you know what's what's so odd about all this is the fact that like like my like you like myself, I became an author while incarcerated. That's when I wrote my first book, and it's crazy to see how we tap into our creativity while under the, those, um, the systemic oppression that they, they put us in. So, like, how, like, while you was in there, like, I know you read a lot of books, but what really inspired you, you know what I mean, to get into that creative mode? Like, was it something in particular 
that got you into that flow? Um, I think you know, just to back up a little bit, I think that you know, prison didn't didn't give me my creativity. You know what I mean? I, and I, I'm pretty sure you can agree with this. We was already creative. We just was using our creative space for negative. That is you know true. what I'm saying? That is true. So you know, we would we would think of different ways to you know, creative ways to make money, creative ways to get over on people, creative ways to, you know, um, you know, just, you know, be conniving or whatever. But once I think once I was in prison and, and my mindset changed, that's where the creativity, uh, fire with the positive start started kicking in. But it was plenty of things that inspired me along this journey. You know what I'm saying? Just um you know, other authors like, you know, Donald Gomes, hearing his story, Iceberg Slim, hearing his story, you know, um, people who I have met in prison telling me they have wrote books and they have sold books, you know, while they were in prison, you know, them brothers inspired me, um, you know, brothers that was never coming home again, you know what I mean? And wish they would have had an opportunity to, you know, do the things that I, I was doing that inspired me, um, you know what I mean? So it was many different facets. Or, or or people that inspire me, and and I'm glad I'm glad you got that inspiration from people people such as ourselves. But would you say you got your inspiration from um, family members as well, especially you? Ab you know, you growing up in Buffalo. Absolutely, um, I think you know someone that, that played a pivotal role in, in my transition is my my father in law. My father in law, um, he took me under his wing. And, you know, um, he had a, a program, a business and leadership program, and he taught me business and leadership. He taught me, you know, he taught me how to hustle on the, on the, in the corporate world. You know what I'm saying? So um, he was a, a very big inspiration to me and in a, in a part of my transition. And I'd be forever grateful for that, brother. Now, that's that, that that's beautiful right there. When you see uh, an older gentleman, he reaches back to you to give you that give you that knowledge that you have you know what I mean, to share with others. And I think it's dope. Projects that you already put out there, like I'm so fascinated by these projects. But what I like about your projects is that even though we, we, we speak on the ills of what happened and how we grew up, you always have a message behind every every film that you put out there. Even though you show the glitz and glamours of being in the streets, but you also show a message of how it can mess your life up. And why why, you know, do, why do you leave these messages? for like in particular who, who are you trying to reach to with these messages you know we gotta we gotta put the medicine inside the candy you know what i'm saying so i know we can't be preachy to this generation you know what i mean for my generation or the generation that's coming after me but um you know answer your question we're we trying to reach the the ones that's been forgotten about the disenfranchised you know what i'm saying the ones that don't have a voice you know them brothers that's you know, again, that was in a position that I was in 10, 15, 20 years ago, and nobody gave them an opportunity. Them brothers is creative as well. They got ideas, and if they can look at me and be like, yo, this this brother did it. I can do it. You know what I'm saying? I think we want to give a voice to the voiceless. You know what I'm saying? So, And, and it's just not a, a person that come from the hood or the ghetto, but, you know, someone who, who may have just lost their way. You know what I'm saying? It always have to be. You got to go to prison or you got to be in the streets, you know, um, doing the illegal activity. It's some brothers who lost their way because they might not have the proper guidance as far as uh, a parent in the household. A parent might be, you know, 
um, misguided or just um, irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? So we just want to give a voice to the voiceless, man. Now, I, tru- I truly agree. My thing is, like, as as we enter this realm of the um, entertainment, because basically, when you think about when you think about film, you think about even even um literature. There's there's a sort of in, um a slight part of entertainment that it that it, it includes in it, and with the entertainment that we the, the entertainment that we provide via um the content that we create, sometimes sometimes the the, the viewer of that that said content they could take it for the they could use that message and use it in the improper way. How do we avoid that particular viewer using our message in the proper way and using it for the for their benefit in, in regards to helping themselves as well as their community and their family. I don't think that's a question for the viewer. You know what I mean? But, you know, we could look at the same window and see two different things. You know what I'm that's saying? True. So um some people may gravitate towards the negative and, and, and glorify it. Others may see like you say, those social ills and be like, yo, I'm not going down that path. You know what I mean? So I, I believe that that question is for the, for the viewer or the person that's actually looking upon it. Only thing I can do is just try to show them the conflictions within um, that that world, the underworld that we was living. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Most definitely. And like in, in regards to filming, in, in regards to the film industry, like who would you say is your inspiration in regards to how you, you, you go about creating your films? Um, definitely brothers like Deion Taylor. Um, I think that brother is like phenomenal. Um, but brothers like him, I definitely take my hat off to him. Um, Spike Lee, John Singleton, of course. Um, rest in peace, rest I, in like, peace, rest in peace to John Singleton. Absolutely. Um, but you know, but even in, you know, um, but I also look at, at, you know, Michael Mann's movies and, you know, Quentin Tarantino, you know, them brothers is very um, unorthodox. You know, they, they play by their own rules, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I think I try to study all of them brothers, man, and then come up with my own type of style, you know what I'm saying? Now, now I got to say, um, the style that you have, the, um, your creative expression, I love it because... Um, I forgot the name of the one film you have, but the film is is basically is a is a whole bunch of short stories in which you um you give valuable valuable lessons via each story. And to me, I thought that was that was great. And like with a with a project like that, like how do you I know I know the inspiration is already there, but how do you come about to create that? Like how do you go about getting the 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 people to play the role? How do you go about getting your treatment ready how do you go about writing that script like what's your whole process you know that particular project that you speak of is, was called hunger pains and that project was actually inspired by my nephew um i had a nephew who who had uh unfortunately passed away he committed suicide and that. yeah and um and i just wanted to touch on i didn't touch on that particular story but i wanted to touch on some stories that was taboo, you know what I mean? The social ills that take place in our community that we don't speak of, you know, fibers like identity crisis or, you know, what a mother goes through. You know, we always paint the picture of how we feel. We lose a homeboy or a brother or a friend, but what pain does a mother feel when she loses her son? You know what I'm saying? 
um, you know, the identity crisis of uh, a young woman who watches her mother um, parade around with um, various men and being promiscuous, um, you know, and, and, and she kind of um, despises her mother, but deep down inside, she becomes exactly who her mother is, you know, and there's many stories that's like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just wanted to, you know, just kind of kind of challenge myself and, and step outside the box of where and create something where um, it wasn't based on the things that I actually seen, but just use my creative space. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And I, I know I know you got a whole bunch of content in the works as we speak because you steady working every time I hit you up. I know you're working on another project. So like at this moment in time. What's your instinct in putting out these um these these works out these projects out? Um, you know, right now I'm inspired by you know my city. You know, what I mean things that's taking place in my city. There's a lot of good synergy going Man, on. Shout right? out to Buffalo, you big know. time. Buffalo's looking real good right about now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, a lot of my a lot of my inspiration comes from. Just the people within inside my city right now, man. Like I say, there's a lot of good energy going on. Um, a lot of untapped talent that you know we just want to bring to the forefront. Um, so like I said, I'm just inspired by my city right now, man. And and just not just not people that's in film or music, but you know we got people that's into fashion. Like everybody got they got their clothing lines and you know got their brand branding themselves. You know and becoming entrepreneurs and just you know, taking their future in their own hands and just not afraid to 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 jump in the water and swim. You know what I mean? So, um, like I said, right now, my my inspiration, I'm inspired by the 716, man, Buffalo, New York. Well, I got to I gotta give a huge shout-out to the 716, to Buffalo in general, because, like me, I'm coming from Brooklyn, and the only thing I really knew about upstate was going away to vacation, as you already know what that means. You know what I mean? And I went, up, I, I went upstate I for vacation. And that's all I knew about Buffalo until as I got older and I saw that Buffalo was really New York. Buffalo contained, had more land than the, the five boroughs, when you really think about it. And Buffalo was highly underrated all these years. But to see, like, cats like yourself, you know what I mean, the butcher and his cousins, you know, with Griselda and many more cats coming out and rapping Buffalo real well, you know what I mean, Putting, shout out to them brothers. Yeah, big yeah, time, absolutely. big time. It's the butcher coming. You know, I gotta give a shout out to the butcher and Griselda. But like seeing you catch, like it feels like it's a renaissance coming out of Buffalo. As a, so, as a representative of Buffalo, how do you intend to keep keep this train going and providing opportunities to these young brothers and sisters back home in your hometown? Um. By just expanding and not being afraid of, uh, of these young folks and giving them out and just giving them some opportunity, and it's just not you know, um, we just not go focus on on the hometown though. You know, we go anybody got talent and who we believe in, we go give everybody some opportunity. So we just not go stay stuck and say, oh, we go focus on you know um, Buffalo and not focus on a guy from. Um, Louisiana, because he from Louisiana. If I if I see some talent in Louisiana or Idaho or wherever else, and I and I'm inspired, and that person touches me, and I feel his story, then I'm gonna give that person an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? No, I definitely I definitely agree with that. To me, you an equal opportunist, and you you, you spread love when 
you know, when receiving, that's that's what something I learned. From, I, I know one, uh, you know what I mean? You don't mind sharing love as long as it's reciprocated. So I already, I already, I can already pick that up. So, you know, with all that being said, and I know you got so much content you, you currently work because you're constantly working. Every time we, every time we talk, I know you got work going on. So you stay busy. So with all that being said and the new content that you got coming out, how, how do you feel about the future in regards to building your empire and building your legacy for your children, your family, and your community? Man, I'm, I'm real optimistic. You know what I mean? Um, I like everything that's taking place. The most high is definitely blessing me and my family right now. Um, and we just, I'm going to keep this building, bro. So I'm not going to say, oh, you know, this is where I see my life in five or 10 years. I'm going to build one stone at a time and let God do the work. Now I totally agree. I totally agree. And how do we how do we get over the hump? Or oh, you know, my you know, scratch that. How do we go around Hollywood since Hollywood won't green like a lot of our content? What can we do as black creators, you know, to put our projects out there without having to go to Hollywood? Just do it. And I know I know that I know that sounds simple or cliche, but Man, just pick up a camera and do it. Pick up an iPhone and just do it. Just, you know, start creating. You know what I mean? Don't don't wait for the big budget. You know, don't listen to the person that's been doing it for 20 years and saying, yo, we got to do it this way. You got to take your destiny in your own hands and just do it. Like, I didn't go to film school. I didn't go, uh, you know, I wasn't the best writer in high school or, or go to college for this. I just picked a, a pin up one day and just said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to start writing. And I believed in myself. And I didn't listen to the outside chatter. So, um, like I said, you know, my mentor told me, I'm going to throw you in the water and you got to drink or swim. He never said drown. He said, man, you got to drink or swim. And that's a lot of water to drink. So, <laughs> a whole bunch of water. You know what I'm saying? So losing is not an option. I'm going to get into it and I'm going to figure it out. I don't wait. I don't wait until uh, a certain piece comes. You know what I mean? I get into it, and once I get into it, that piece is going to appear, whether it's through a person or whether it's um, a resource or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just got to go. You just got to be on go at all times, man. Don't be, be don't be afraid. Now, I, I definitely agree with you on that, big bro. Like, to piggyback on what you said, really and truly, I don't think we lose. We never lost, really. Because when you really think about it, every loss was a lesson. If you ain't learned from it, then it's a loss then that's when it's really a loss. But I feel like every every time we thought we lost, we didn't really lose. It was a lesson for us to learn from, bounce back and be better than that. Be better than that situation we 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 had gone through. And knowing that as creative, there's so many platforms. So we don't really need the big man. We don't need the middle man. We could do it on our own. You know, we got the YouTubes that's available to us. Like shoot, I'm doing my I'm doing this podcast, and I'm doing through a, a platform called Anchor that spreads it through other um, platforms. So that's what I love about technology nowadays is that we can do it. We could take out, we could take out destiny in our own hands, create our own projects, and put it out there for the public to see through these platforms that's available. But how do we go? How do you figure? Or uh, what would you say we got to do as a people to create our own platforms? Because at the end of the day, we still use platforms. How do we go about creating our own platforms? to present our content to the people? Man, that's a good question. Uh, you know, start with due diligence, you know, doing your research and 
and finding out, you know, how do we go about doing it? So uh, that's 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 a good question, man. Um, but it's, it's plenty of people doing it. You know, it's plenty of people uh, not follow. You know, they following the, the same format of a Netflix or a Amazon Prime, and they and they're starting their own their own film um, distribution companies, or you know what I mean. So uh, we just gotta do our due diligence, man, and research and read. You know, like you say, technology is at our fingertips. You know what I mean? So we just gotta go get the information. But you see, what I like about it nowadays is that. Like when we look at our babies, when we look at our children, our children are so proactive now. Nowadays, they're not looking for help. They do it themselves. You know, they pull out their camera and they shoot a music video. They pull out their camera and they shoot out, you know, they they, they shoot they shoot a, a little movie or even a long movie, whatever it is. They just take their phone because their phone is their camera nowadays. And nowadays with these phones, you you actually get quality picture compared to certain cameras that is out so it's like it's so it's so wonderful to see because i feel deep down in my heart that there's a great future for our children to come and i feel like we should just keep on leaving a bl blueprint behind for them to follow so they could be better than us so they won't have to go through what we had to go through in regards to creating content yeah man i agree totally you know what I mean? you know I, but you know I'm, I'm gonna switch gears real quick you know like Taking you for an example, and this is one reason why I answer whenever you call, I answer my phone, or if you reach out and say, "Yeah, bro, I need you to do X, Y, Z," and I'm like, "Man, it's there." Because you was one of the first people that actually did it, and you know, wanted to get me on your show, and you know, and um, you know, and believed in what I was doing, and you didn't even know me. You know what I'm saying? You would send me resources and send me places to go where uh, other creators was. You know what I mean? So it's brothers like you. That I gotta continuously build with, like you were, you were a part of my process, brother. You know what I mean. So I want to give you your flowers as well. Now, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate so, you, big bro, because my thing was the way I look at it. Like, um, like the last episode where I spoke about my, my actual um younger brothers, and I, you know, for far too long, I felt like I was frenemies with brothers that looked just like me. Even when I was incarcerated, I felt like I was fronting me to these guys. Guys who looked just like me. I'm like, yo, why am I bickering with you? Why am I arguing with you? Why am I fighting you for? You know what I mean? We're supposed to be teaming up together and taking care of business. So I came to the conclusion, especially when I got up at my last bit, I was like, you know what? I got to start fighting my brother. Because when I look at my brother, that's me. It's me and I am you. So why is we bickering? So you know what? I took it to the I'm like, yo, whatever I get into, I'm old myself a brother out you know it's melanin i'm a so i'm taking no taking no somebody who who needs a little help i'll give them it don't hurt me to give that push. you know that's the that's the mindset we got to get out of if i help you i'm taking away from myself what people don't realize is that when you help the next man or the next woman you actually setting yourself up for greatness in the future because what if that person you helped out and that connection that you you built for them, or you help them, you help them grow down the road. When they see you, like you know what, that person helped me out. Let me return them the favor. So that's how my mind works. So ever since I met you from day one, big bro, at that moment in time, I met you. I was creating my my platform, being influenced, even though I'm not part of that any longer. But at that moment in time, it was about celebrating others who looked just like me, and. To this day, I'm never gonna stop celebrating you and other people because 
the more we celebrate each other, the more we, we, we speak life into each other is the more that we grow together as a people. So I just want to change that narrative, how people, how people outside of our community see us. You know, they see us as barbarians, as barbaric. Now I want to change that all around because we're the original man. So if I'm the original man and she's the original woman, you know, why are we, how, did, how are they looking at us in a certain light? I want to change that light by, through my work and my content. My guy. My guy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Love. I'm going to always have love on my end. Even if it's not reciprocated, it's understood. Because I was once that cat who wasn't giving love to other people when they were showing me love. So I'm just trying to change that narrative by any means necessary. We need more We need more brothers like you. You know what I mean? And like, I, I feel that the, um, like, that's why, that's why I say, that's why I be telling you, big bro, like, anytime you need me, man, I'm here for you. Anything you need for me, you just holler at your boy. I'm, I'm, I'm down to put in the work. Man, appreciate you, my dude. And I'm down, in, I'm down to put in the work. And like, with, with all that being said, right, how do we, what's another thing you think we can do to destroy the division, especially in the internet industry? Because there's so much division between us. How do we destroy that um, division? Yeah, that's a good question, bro. You know what I mean? That's a good question. Uh, and if I had that answer, um, the, the division would be um, non-existent. You know, again, it's a mentality. You know what I mean? You got to understand, you know, and I don't want to be politically politically incorrect, but it, you know, Willie, the Willie Lips syndrome did a did a number on us, bro. Big time you know what I mean? So it's gonna take, it's gonna take, you know, that long to unprogram us. You know what I mean? This is, you know, over three hundred years of of oppression that we that we got in our bloodline. You know what I mean? So to to reverse those conditions, it might take three hundred years to reverse it. You know what I mean? So you know, I I don't have that answer. Yeah, that's an answer we really can't. We really can't answer, but the the way I look at it, like brothers like me and you, if we just continue to do what we're doing, and you know, set a you know, set a, a positive example for others, I think you know everybody else will fall in line eventually, as time goes by. Yeah, I, I think that we just focus on our tribe and get and getting ourselves together, and then at some point in time. You know, hopefully everybody else fall in line. But again, it's gonna take three three hundred years to to uncondition us. I'm, I'm, I must agree with that. It's a, it's unfortunate, but hopefully, hopefully we could get there. I, I always I also believe, like for us, we may not be able to see the day when when we get back to what we once were. But I feel like by the blueprint that we leaving behind for our children and our children's children, I feel like our children and their children will be able to see see how people return to greatness that we once were at, at one point or another. At one point or another. But let me ask you this, big bro. What's one of your that you haven't worked on thus yet, but you would love to work on down the road? I, I actually, um, I got a project, Mind of a King. I wrote the book, but I can't wait to bring that to, to a visual. So that might be like two, three years out. Cause I want when I bring that to fruition, I want to already be solidified. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that project right there was something that I that um, I'll be passionate about. Another project is um, you know getting into more diverse things like comedies. You know, 
uh, making people laugh. So uh, we got a project called Car Wash that that's in the making that, you know, hopefully within the next you know 18 months will be created. But I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about that as well. Like just wanting to, I like to laugh, you know, even though, you know, you don't, you don't see me smile too much. But I love to laugh, you know what I mean? And um, so I do want to show my diversity. I want to show I can bring something else to fruition besides, you know, crime or drama. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. I'm I'm all for it. You know, yeah. So, big bro, with all you currently working on and that you that you already got out, I know more. You come up with the inspiration, but how does the process work? Do you is it you and your team that work um that come up with these ideas? simultaneously or together or is you who come up with these ideas and get to your team uh for the most part you know um i come up with the ideas but they definitely play you know my partner definitely play a role in in the process and um and and, and helping me create these ideas but usually the process i come up with the, the vision and he bring the vision to life um and that's just cut and dry you know so it's not it's not a whole bunch of people sitting around the table bouncing ideas off of each other. It's me sitting in the dark room for months just writing. You know what I'm saying? Man, your big bro, man, I gotta say it like this, big bro. Like you like the hood, you like the hood Tyler Perry. Cause oh. you got you got work for days. You got content and projects for days. Like that's one thing I could say. You, you like the hood Tyler Perry, man. I can't wait till you get your own your own plot of land and your own studio. Yeah, your speaking of, your acres of land. Talk to him. Man, yo, we gonna man. We're gonna put that out in the air. You know what I mean? We, we definitely gonna put that out in the air, man. Let the universe make that work and whatnot, man. I can't wait till that moment come. Yes, sir. I can't wait till I, 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 and, and and it's not it's not it's not far fetched, man. You know, I think you know, um once we ready, gotta gotta put that in our in our lap. So we got we got we got some work to do. We got a lot of work to do right now. Well, you know the work never ends, man. The work never ends, man. We we ain't gonna stop working till we leave this earth, till we transition from this earth. So, I know from here on out, it's just gonna constantly just beating the pavement and just putting these projects out and letting people know what we got going on. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, most whatever definitely. you need, whatever you need from me, brother. You know, the platform is there for me. We go do some things in Georgia, and we you know we are. You know, we go sit down and we we go talk about it. Like I've been, you know, doing my little thing on the side. It ain't been much, but you know, I I finally got the, the opportunity to publish, you know, my daughter's my daughter's book, which I was highly proud of. You know, congratulations. You know, what I mean, not 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 too many times, you know, a thirteen year old could say that they they are author of a book, you know, and to see that my my son. He he he's doing he he's doing his rhyming thing and slowly but surely you know his his status is, is is getting there slowly but surely but you know I'm just proud to see my children that they have their creative expression and I'm able to help them you know put their creative expression to to use and you know speak life into them and to see that they actually passionate about these projects that they're putting out there so to me it's a dope feeling you know what I mean as a creative myself just to see that. The, the the children that you you brought life to and to see them doing that man like i'm 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 so happy but i'm not going to remain content because there's more work to be done always yeah, there's too much work to be done so like 
you know, and and one thing I gotta say, big bro, for from day one, it was always love. From day one, you know what I mean. Whenever I needed to talk to you, you know, even if you didn't pick up right then and there, you would always call me back. Like you always show me. Love. And and whenever whenever I needed a word of advice or encouragement, you always shared that with me. So what I like to ask you is, what words of advice or encouragement would you like to give to to not only our community but to our babies as well? Man, never stop dreaming. You know, follow your dreams, follow your passion. You know, don't take no for an answer. You know, even on those days you get discouraged, take a nap, cry, and then get up and get back to it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, man, never stop dreaming, bro. Never stop dreaming. And with, with all the out there, we want the people to stay tuned. Well, um. Where can the people find your projects, like starting from the beginning, like Hunger Pains and the other works that you put out there? Where can they find your projects? Where do if, if need be, and you know, and talk to you, like via on your your social media platforms and things of that nature. You know, um, first of all, you can find me on all social media platforms at Ducey King D U E C E K I N G. Um on all social media platforms. So, but the, the body of work you can find on Amazon Prime. We got Pure 1 and 2 movie series. Uh, we have Hunger Pangs, and we just have Conflicted, who just been up there uh, at the beginning of this month. So, uh, all my projects you can find on, on Amazon Prime. And if I was my books, you can just go to my website, or you go to Amazon and, and purchase, but um, my website is getting is just ducyking.com, www.ducyking.com. So uh, you can find me on everywhere ducyking.com, YouTube, Twitter, IG, Facebook. So everything is Ducey King, D U E C E K I N G. And here, here's one question I definitely got to ask you, big bro What would your young the, your, yourself right now and what yourself right now would tell your younger self? Mm, that's a good question. Um, probably to be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself and trust yourself. Is that your older self telling your younger self that? Yeah, my, my older self is telling my younger self that. But what did you ask it the other way around? Yeah, yeah, for both ways. For both ways. Yeah, my older self will tell my younger self to be patient with yourself, believe in yourself. Um, but my younger self will tell my older self to be more aggressive. You know, um my wife, she tell me all the time, like, you know. I got different personalities, you know what I'm saying? So she'll say, babe, I love who you, I love who you becoming, but we still need Ducey. You know what I mean? Ducey was a lot more aggressive. You know what I mean? Um, King is my higher self, you know, but I think my, my, but I think my, I think my younger self was more aggressive, like how aggressive I was in the streets. I'm not as aggressive in this industry. like I was in the streets. So I need to be my younger self and my older self be more aggressive. 
but w w would you say, Big Bro, is it fair to say that sometimes our aggressiveness, that we didn't know how to use our aggressiveness in, in, uh, in, yeah, in a proper again, manner? Again, this is my first time even thinking about it. So that may be that may be the right, that may be correct. Um, but I, I do know that I can't be passive in this industry that we in. I can't be passive. I can't always be um, a player or be the nice guy. You know, what I'm saying sometimes I gotta be harsh. You know, what I mean, I gotta tell you know, I gotta tell people no. I gotta tell people, you know, um, we're not doing that. You know, what I'm saying like right now, a lot of people pull at me. You know, friends, family, everybody got ideas. Everybody wanted me to bring their ideas to fruition, and I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to shoot nobody down. But I can't stop doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, that's, that's you know, a even, big fact. Even going, even going into these in the, into these boardrooms, I can't always be, um, you know, just the nice guy. You know what I mean? Being player with it. Sometimes I gotta, I gotta let my, I gotta let my fangs show. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But gotta get in that think, dog, I, man. Gotta get in that pit bull. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta get in that pit bull. So I, so yeah, so but that's a good question though. Oh no, most definitely. My thing is like everybody I on this podcast, especially for most living legends to me. So I must as such. And not only that, the reason why I, I created this podcast is to um, have these 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 tough and thoughtful conversations that we don't really think about too much, you know, especially for our communities. So like I ask these questions, you know, just to make our minds move because more times than not we get stagnant and we don't use our minds for the proper reasons. So you know, I just want to change that and whatnot. So with all that being said, what is one last thing you would like to tell not only your family, your fans, the the melanin community, and the children out there? What is one last thing you would like to tell the people? Man, again, I sound cliche, but continue to believe in yourself, man. Continue to believe in your dreams. Continue to create. You know, and just uh, just fly, man. Fly, fly high. Oh, no, most definitely. Most definitely, man. I, I got to say, big bro, I truly enjoy you even giving me the time and the opportunity to come on my, my podcast, Convos with Legends, and, you know, share some knowledge, the knowledge that you have with the people. Like, you know, I can actually say, man, I love you, my brother, because you already know love is love. You know what I mean? I, I truly appreciate you. I, I wish I manifest nothing but greatness for you because I know there's more for you to do. You know what I mean? And I'm giving you flowers too because I, I want you to know that I appreciate you for what you've done. You know what I mean? I haven't known you my whole life, but just for the for the short amount of years that I've known you, I can say I can say you a brother to me. So, you know what I mean? It's always going to be love on this end for me. Man, the feeling is reciprocated, man. Thank you, brother. Again, appreciate you giving me this opportunity to have a voice. And man, just keep doing what you're doing, bro. And you know, we'll see each other at the time. Almost definitely, big bro. And you know, to all to all the people out there on the podcast, on the check-in, man, I'd like to thank you for coming on. Listening to episode six once again. Remember the title is How Do We Change the Narrative of How We Are Perceived in the film industry as well as the, the entire industry. And you already know this is your guy, guy with many visions. Big shout outs to the big bro Deuce King for coming on on the check-in. Um peace to the peace. goddesses, peace to the out there. Love is love and we out. Peace. peace.